And we back. We, we back. Are we recording? Back. Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, we're recording. Hey, happy belated birthday to Leonard Yang. Yeah. Dude, Leon sometimes pops <laughs> like that with the kids. He gets like really intense about it. He's like, pop, pop, pop. Um, he was supposed to. I was going to tell you that you're supposed to post a picture of yourself on the Just Talking Instagram because that's what we did for IO. I'm not a lie. I thought about it last night and I was like, no, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I was going to do it and then I forgot. So. Oh, yeah. I'm also in charge of the social media. Hey, Leon, hey, dude, yeah, expect dude. great things because Leon's about to pop off on Instagram. Yeah. There was one day I was really bored at work and I was like, there it is. There it is. Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> there was one day I was really bored at work and I was like, you know, I'm going to do a Just Talking Ask Us Anything. Dude, do it. This week we'll do a just talk and ask us huh? anything. Yeah. So Q and A. Yeah. We'll do a Q and A. I'll post then, it on our story. Yeah, that'd be good. Sweet. Talk to Corey. Okay. Can you all hear me? Hopefully they can. <laughs> I'm eleven and three fourths. So. <laughs> eleven inches. What? Um, eleven meters. Getting this episode started off, we're gonna be talking about things that we do that we may, we may think are normal, but no one else does. <laughs> And so Nick, Nick, you were very adamant that we you gotta, had we a cold open. This is it. The this is that the cold open. Oh yeah. The things oh. that we Leon is big enough, freaking like playing monkey gym, monkey Dude, bars. Almost fell. Get off the bed. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> All right, Nick. So what is something that you do that you think is normal that no one else does? I'm, uh, I'm genuinely curious. Oh. Holy pissy. Pi- Whoa. Boy <laughs> just pulled it. out a knife. No. Yes. That's a I'm combat knife. Jet-day. I'm like, hey, this is so clean, Leon. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, when I'm bored in my room, I'll lay in my bed and then I'll stare at the ceiling fan and I watch one blade for an hour. I'm and slow it an down. Hour? Uh, you slow it down. I've hour. done that. I've done that, but I've never an done it for an hour. hour. I do it for hours. <laughs> Are you plural? Yeah. Oh yeah. Plural. No, Dang, it's crazy. Did you not like get hypnotized or whatever? I feel like that's how you. No, I definitely do. He's Sometimes a, uh, I'll get a flashlight and then trace it too. He maybe wakes up on the, on the edge of a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, there's just blood on his hands. <laughs> that's why. Um, it happened again. <laughs> I just remembered one. Uh, shout out to my homeboy, Javi. Javi. He's walked into my room before, and I'm like, on my bed. I think Corey's seen this too. I'm on my bed. I got my pillow up against the wall. <laughs> I have my head pressed on my pillow and I'm watching like my shows, like head against the wall, just looking down at my shows. You also watch 15 shows at once. You're not wrong. I have my, my phone. On my... the switch, on the DS, on the TV, okay. on the laptop, <laughs> on yeah. the phone. <laughs> you're yelling at every single one of them. Oh, then I, I, I felt like I the other night. I started watching um, a show on Netflix and I became really invested in it at like 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> He's like, hey, what show was it? I wasn't sure. It's you. Oh, yeah. That show goes hard. Yeah, yeah that's a good show. But, like, but like the first season, there's there's a lot of un- unnecessary scenes. So I wanna, yeah. I didn't want to put it on the... On the yeah. yeah. Scratch that. We'll take it out. Psych. Avocado. Avocado, yeah. Avocado. yeah. I'm watching Avocado on Netflix. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> like and subscribe. Leave a message after me. All right. Leon? Um, I have I have two. Go for it. So one one thing that's really that's, that I do that no I feel like no one else does uh-huh. relates to basketball. Every time we play basketball, I have to chew gum. Mm. I have to like if I feel like if I don't chew gum, it's going to be a really bad day. Oh. Now, do I have really bad days when I chew gum? Yes. <laughs> do I have good days when I chew gum? No. <laughs> but I feel like I, I always have to chew gum, or I have to leave my mouth hanging open. I can never close my mouth and play basketball. It's weird. That's how I am. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's really weird. I can never close my mouth or, or either that or I have to chew gum. Okay. Uh, yeah, and my okay. second one is I have to sleep on my left side in order to fall asleep. Really? really? Yeah. Um, that makes sense. I'm a roller. But when I, I come in here against yeah. the wall. Well, like, like, because I'll roll oh, I'm around dyslexic. my sleep. I'm dyslexic. <laughs> like, I thought that was his left. Yeah. Well, I roll around my sleep. Okay. But like, in order for me to fall asleep, I have to be on my left side. Fun fact, falling asleep on your left side is one of the best ways to fall asleep. Really? really? Um, something to do with uh, your stomach acid. Oh. Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because it creates less stomach acid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have to fall asleep on the left side, but like once I'm asleep, now wake up, I can move around. That's okay. fine, but I have to fall asleep on my left side. Makes sense. Oh, right. Me? Yeah, Corey. Okay, so um, I guess I'll come with two as well. Um, 
this I feel like is pretty normal, but like, I'm just, I just know a lot of people don't do it. Mm. Um, so I am your, you know, one in a million Burt's Bees collector. Yeah. If you guys don't know what Burt's Bees is, it's lip balm. But now they have like shampoo, um, toothpaste. toothpaste. They have, they have, they have baby apparel. Only baby apparel. Yeah. It's dumb. <laughs> I would rock a Burt's Bees hoodie. Burt's Bees, if you're listening, please sponsor me. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll do it, you know. Sponsor anyways, Corey. Anyways, every every new uh, lip balm that comes out, I, I get it, you know. Yeah. I have probably a bit over like 40. Um, I'll say more. Dude, it, I've lost them as well. So they're just and anyways, anyways, my second thing, um, and I'm There's really babies I'm there. really yeah. proud of this one. Go uh ahead. it's my Whataburger strategy. Yes, let me let me let me expand. So if you guys know, you guys you guys do know, yeah, I collect Whataburger uh what do they call them? Tents. Tents. The tents. tents. Yeah, I collect Whataburger tents, like you know, like every normal Texan. Yeah. Um <laughs> and I have a strategy of doing so. While not necessarily trying to like conceal it, you know, uh-huh. and, and legit steal it, you know, yeah, yeah, because you know, fuckers, street signs, oh, officers, avocado, avocado. So, so I walk in a Whataburger and I always get my order to go because I want to be home and eat it. And so I, I place the order and they give me my tent, but they also give me give me my cup, right? Uh huh. So I put the tent. I hang the tent off of like my my like my like fingers, you know, yeah, my middle finger, let's say, and, and the cup is also in that same hand, right? So I I go fill up my cup, I I put the cover on it, get, you know, just just regular stuff, but the tent is on the is in the same hand that the cup is in, right? And they say, hey, you know, Mr. Baker's or J- Jackson, whatever the case may be, Corey, your Jesus. order is ready, and I get my spicy ketchup, put it in the bag, pick up my order. Now both of my hands are full. Uh-huh. I have I have my food in my left hand, and I have the tent hanging off my finger, and the and the Whataburger right. cup in my right hand, and uh, and I just walk out, and I, I don't necessarily like, conceal it. I'm like, hey, bye guys, y'all, y'all take it easy. They just don't, they don't take it from you. I don't, really, I don't think employees care. Yeah. No, dude, one some that's, people do. Yeah, some people, they're like, give time, it to me. This one time, like, number, sure. I think I accidentally, like, I wasn't even intentionally trying to take it out, but I, like, I guess I had it. And I was walking out. And she goes, excuse me, excuse me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, did I forget something? She goes, no. I need the number back. Yeah, she tackles you. I bet you it's the number one. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a one. I've never seen. A I have really? one sitting right there. Oh wow! Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Dang! I guess she didn't succeed. All right, guys. Sir, guys, expect everything and nada. I miss that. Oh. Hey, it's your boy Trevor. Hey, yo. Hey, y'all. Corey D. And Nikki G. And this is Just Talking. Ooh, nice. Just dropped on his head. Uh, welcome. <laughs> Corey oh, Kenchi. well. Welcome. welcome. <laughs> Shout out to Corey Kenchi. Kenshin. Kenshin? Corey Kenshin. Corey Extension? You keep saying Corey Kenshin. <laughs> Isn't that what it is? Corey Extension. Corey Extension? No, Corey Kenshin. <laughs> extension. No, no, there's, there's an the Corey, there's a Corey X Kenshin. All right, anyways, Corey Extension. Wow. 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 So, shout out um, to him. Also, guys, you know. Shout out to Corey's sister. Yeah. Shout out to Jobin. Jobin, right? Yeah. Not Jobin. I know you listen. We appreciate you. Um. So this week we're changing up the game. We're doing all. Oh, my God. We're changing up the game. Um. Something we've been talking a lot about and speaking heavily on is, um, kind of going against culture and doing what the Bible says. Counterculture. You know, counterculture. Um. And yeah. So we're this episode we're talking about breaking the norms. Things that as Christians that we have done, we have compromised, and now this action is now normalized and something that we have to break so we are breaking the norm today yeah we're switching things up shout out to hosea oh yeah Um, you know we love you what's his name means salvation Salvation. what does hosanna mean hosanna um holy no no we're looking it up we're looking it up so we all have does that mean praise yeah hosanna i think it means what does like Jubilee. As, as Corey looks it up, here's how the format's going to be this episode, y'all. Get ready, strap in. We all got five different norms that we are going to talk about and discuss how we are going to break it, all right? Um, following, we may have some extra um, special stuff towards the end. We don't know yet. We're going to see how it goes. Corey, you found it? 
he looked confused. I've never. So it says Hosanna is often translated as "Please save us." Really, it's a Greek word for "Please save us." I can't pronounce this Greek word, but it looks like "wava." Um, wava. Wava save, wava. rescue, savior. Yeah. In Hebrew Bible, it is used only in verses such as "help" or "save." I pray. You know, so, you know so savior. You know a word I heard for the first time the other day. Um, give me a second. Let me go to my library. Like songs. Um, not Yahweh, but not Yeshua, but Ham Ham Hamashiach. Hamashiach. Oh, I feel like I've, I've heard that in Cal. I think I've heard. It, yeah, probably. Hamashiach. I feel like dude. It's 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 not. It's just different. It's new to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Nick, you are breaking the first norm. Tell us right. what it is. We'll go the it. norm that I picked is about the perfect family. Not everyone has perfect parents or two parents or divorced or separated parents. Mm. So the reason I chose it is because it directly applies to me because my parents are divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, my parents always fought. And then, are you good? I have to use the bathroom. <laughs> just go. Just go. Um, now my parents always fought growing up, and then it just got worse, and they divorced. And then I looked into the Bible, and throughout the entirety of the Bible, there is a design for the perfect family, but there is not a single example of it. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Hop off, Nick. Yeah. So if you go back to Genesis, there's Adam and Eve with Cain and Abel. Yeah. Right. Right. First people they sinned. Good job, Eve. <laughs> no, I'm playing, I'm and playing. then, and then Cain literally killed his brother. Like, Cain. Cain was the first murderer yeah. in the world, so that was a really dysfunctional family. Not the best. Yeah. Not Morbid, the best family. Please do one on on Cain. Cain and Abel, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Abraham, God's like chosen person to repopulate the earth. Uh-huh. He married two. He had a uh, what's the word? It was his maid, right? His maid. His housekeeper. His housekeeper. He had a child with a housekeeper yeah. trying to hurry up God's plan. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. And then after they had a baby, he kicked both of them out. Wow. He said, he said, alimony who? Alimony yeah. who? Um, Ain't nobody paid no child support. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's kids. Jacob had favorites, right? Yeah, and then yeah. the his sons, what was it, 12 of them? Uh-huh. His yeah, 12 sons them. sold one of them into slavery just because they were jealous. Yeah. Yeah. You got Joseph? Joseph, yeah. Joseph, Joseph had the original drip. Fun fact. Yeah. Yo, I love the children yeah. Bible books. The illustrated because so the colorful. robe looks so nice. Yeah. yeah. I was like, is that Gucci? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Gucci, 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 Gucci. Um, and then the last example that I found <laughs> was um, David's daughter and David's son. So they're half siblings. Oh, I remember that one. And the the son raped the daughter. Sweet home. And then left her for dead. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Families are not perfect. Yeah, so family is not perfect. I guess it's another just talking rated R again. (laughs) (laughs) We can do PG 13 this time. Yeah, PG 13. Yeah, that's crazy. That's honestly crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, so even though there is a way to have a perfect family, we're human, we can't possibly achieve it. Yeah, that's wow. totally okay. Yeah, like, yeah. Family. Would you talk, I guess, talk more on... Um, How to break that norm. Yeah, so, like, obviously everyone has the ideal of having a perfect mm. family. For you, someone who, you know, has not the ideal family and, mm. and being raised as a Christian. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, growing up, my parents weren't believers. Mm-hmm. And then, since they weren't believers, obviously, like, they were full of sin and then their eyes weren't on God. Yeah. And that's what tore them apart. And then also, now that I see it, me and my dad are both believers. Mm-hmm. And our bond is, like, super close mm-hmm. because of it. Because both of our eyes are on Jesus. Yeah. We can grow, grow closer together. Yeah. That's good. So, so a family centered around Jesus is the ideal way. That's the perfect family. That's, that's the, the perfect, perfect family. family. So Jesus Ooh, is breaking Jesus the norm. Center. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Breaking the norm. Yeah. I like that. It's that triangle thing, right? You mm-hmm. see that where it's like two uh, two people on the opposite side, but they're pointing the same way. Yeah, the same, if they're also pointing. At if their angle is the same place, they're gonna grow closer together they as they get lateral. closer. Yeah, the closer. I love that. Oh, mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, fun fact: I read recently uh, one of the Olympians. Um, he 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 didn't have. He was an orphan. Really? Yeah, he was an orphan, and the yeah. guy that raised him, you know, you know, he raised him in, in an upright manner. You know, now he's an Olympian. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's a Christian, cool. but like, I think that just, that can just go to show like. You don't, 
you don't need the your upbringing there are, define there, who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So your situ- circumstances, the situations don't you're you. born into, don't define you. Yeah, yeah. As this wise TikToker says, tough, tough times never last. Only tough people last. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> tough thighs? Tough, tough times. Tough times. Tough times. Never oh, Only I was like, <laughs> we talking about quiet? <laughs> 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 um, I love you do that. <laughs> Speaking of, who's calling? Joe, thing I have Joby. my phone on mute. Right now, let her say hi to the podcast. Why not? I feel like this is like the eighth time she's calling. Oh, yeah. Hey, Jay, Josephine, Josephine, you're on the podcast right now. Say something. Hi, guys. Hey. It's me, Josephine. Um, I'm Corey's sister. Happy Sunday, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, we love you too. Oh, wait. We? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joey. Hey, I'll call you back later, okay? All right. All right, bye. Oh, our second guest. <laughs> so, okay. Dude, your sister never fails to call you during a podcast. Dude, yeah. she is like. Even when you do Friday, <laughs> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. What you guys learned from this? My sister just called me. So, oh, yeah. 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 Um, so, what I chose, uh, the, the norm I chose to break. Let me find it. Let me find it. What's the question? What's the question? Oh, let me find the picture. What's that question? Someone got the picture of it. I can pull it up. One and one. as we're pulling it up, a sponsor or a message from our sponsor. You chose. We're birds bees. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we want to... I would, no, I was I was hope, I wanted to like word for word. Oh, so they know. Just go to the pictures. It was <laughs> <laughs> one of the ones. Okay, ready? Okay, perfect. All right, guys. The I chose to denormalize thinking therapy is for the broken and crazy. Ooh, that's a good one. And that's I read one. this and I was like, I don't know what the Bible says about therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. called crunch fitness. And so I chose this because I honestly didn't, didn't know, you know, again, what the Bible had to say about therapy, but also um, it just left me wanting and, and, and need to dive into the word about this matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I, I kind of went, I kind of went like like a I took like a research I, I took what we know as counselors and therapists today yeah um yeah. and broke them down but I, but I also I'm bringing in the Bible a little bit later guys Magic School Bus Part Two so um uh so in our world it's very common for counselors and therapists to actually interchange the word the words counseling and therapy mm-hmm. reason being their patients feel more comfortable with counseling yeah yeah you hear therapy and and you you like. This person needs help. The word has a stigma. It has yeah. such a negative stigma behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, defi- the 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 difference between counseling and therapy, truthfully, is just the method that they go about it. Same thing with psychiatrists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all therapy. It's all healing in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. However, um, just just different methods. And so each word does have have unfortunately a stigma behind it. Mm-hmm. So came to the conclusion. So therapy equals counseling. Counseling equals therapy. We've gotten that far. So if if uh, if if someone's out there bullying you and they're going to counseling, be like, look, dude, you're in therapy too. It's the same as counseling. You know, it's just it's the same Got thing. It. Um, but we're gonna take a look at what the Bible says about counseling slash therapy, mm-hmm. and it's crazy because and I looked this up. I want to say across 32 books in the Bible, mm-hmm. um, counseling is mentioned, uh, like 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 counsel and thinking wise counsel mm-hmm. that's mentioned. 137 times wow so it's mm. not like it's not like the bible has nothing to say about counseling mm-hmm. um and proverbs is is full of it yeah like yeah. I, I feel like every other yeah. problem every other problems verse proverbs proverbs ver- that's a tongue twister every proverbs other no just say proverbs 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 crazy proverbs verse verse birds bees verse <laughs> <laughs> um every other that verse is yes. uh <laughs> Um, honestly talking about, uh, what's it called? Um, counseling, seeking counsel. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, seeking counsel. Yeah. So I want to go to two different verses here. Um, meet me at Galatians six, one. I'll wait for you guys to get there. That is the height of Corey. Awesome. Y'all are there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it says dear brothers and sisters, <laughs> if another believer is overcome by sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens and in this way, obey the law of Christ. Now I want y'all to also go to 
Ephesians, Ephesians 4, um, 11 through 13. That is Io's height. That 4, 11. Oh, my goodness. 4, 11. <laughs> hey, through 13, though, so you're getting, like, extra two inches. Yeah. Let me speak for out here. Now, listen here, you bum. <laughs> That's what he would say. That's funny. Um, and so it, it begins with, in verse 11, now, now, these are the gifts. These are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to, to do his work and to build up the church, the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So if you if you look at if you look at secular counselors and therapists, mm-hmm. um they they will say the reason why we counsel, the reason the reason why we do this is is to promote healing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, that's what these scriptures in the Bible are saying. Hey, um, you, the reason, the reason why I say seek wise counsel, the reason why I say seek counsel and that this is the, re- the reason why I promote, like, like bringing up a brother and not to leave him behind, you know, yeah, to yeah. help, to help mm-hmm. another out is to build up the body of God, yeah. you know, to build up the body of Christ. And we are all, we are all, um, in the same body of Christ, you know, yeah, he's yeah. the head and then we're the rest of the appendages. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like and that. so if, if, if. If the forearm is acting up, yeah, good luck for the fingers, you know. For sure, oh, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah. so if, if no one helps, if no one helps a brother out, then we're we're all failing. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think, not I think, something the Bible preaches is unity, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. unity as 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 the people of God. You know, um, we're stronger together, and we can reach so many other people um, who don't know who don't know the goodness of God. Yeah, yeah. Um, to when we're together versus when we're apart. Mm-hmm. So, guys. To, to, to bust this norm wide open um, or to, to blow it out of the park, um, Boom. When, when you hear counseling and when you when you hear therapy, um, the fir- your first thought, it shouldn't be like, man, this person is, is either dumb or crazy or I should probably keep, I should probably stay six feet away from them. Um, <laughs> I don't want that social distance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it should be, okay, they, they're, they're, seeking, they're seeking proper help. Yeah. They're seeking wise counsel. Yeah. Um, they want to be better, especially if it's a brother in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so as Christians, I know we kind of want to, we want to be perfect, but, yeah. but the, the goal isn't to be perfect. The goal is to be Christ-like. Yeah, and Christ true. himself has asked us to, 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 to bring, bring, bring up one another. I'm having yeah. a hard time speaking today. Yeah. Um, I just, I just wanted to, I wanted to kind of, kind of end my little spiel. Uh, I love that word. Uh, spiel. Spiel, spiel. With a couple of verses. A spiel. <clears throat> a seal that spills. Got it. <laughs> um so I'm I'm gonna I'm touch a couple in Hebrews. Like I'm just gonna be be shotgunning these 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 uh these verses. Um Hebrews 10:24. We must also consider how to encourage each other to show love and to do good things. We should not stop gathering together with other believers as some of you are doing. Instead, we must continue to encourage each other even more as we see the day of the Lord coming. Mm-hmm. First Thessalonians 5:11. So then encourage one another and build each other up as you are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's see. Proverbs eleven fourteen. A nation falls through a lack of guidance, but victory comes through the counsel of many. Mm-hmm. Proverbs fifteen twenty two. Plans fail without advice, but with many counselors, they are confirmed. Mm-hmm. Thirteen ten. Where there is strife, there is pride, but the wisdom, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 24, 6. For you should wage war with sound guidance. Victory comes with many counselors. 2018 plans are confirmed by getting advice and with guidance one wages war um man i look oh 12 15 i'm gonna end with this one a stubborn fool considers his own way the right one but a person who listens to advice is wise look these the bible is full of these verses Mm -hmm. that are promoting to listen to wise counsel to build each other up and that and that and that counseling does not have a negative connotation Everybody, yeah. so many kings in the Bible have sought wise counsel. Mm-hmm. Were these kings always good? Not necessarily, but it's 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 a common theme, and uh, and that's I'm breaking this norm. Yeah, well, what's yeah. it called? Um, when when David slept with Bathsheba and killed mm-hmm. her husband, mm-hmm. he didn't see anything wrong with it until mm-hmm. Nathan came in and, was like, and gave him counsel. Yeah, like, called him dumb? out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, dumb, stupid, or dumb? He's a dude. And he was like, crap, because he didn't know what he did wrong. And that's what counseling is. Most, mm-hmm. You know, I actually went to counseling when I was a kid because I had made it. And that explains it. Yeah. No. 
like, huh? We're breaking, <laughs> breaking norms. But um, <laughs> I didn't know there was anything anything wrong with me. You know what I mean? I thought I was doing fine, and then it turns out I had like severe depression. You know? <laughs> yeah, not playing Nick. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, let's play this game. Um, but like that's just something that like sometimes people are hurting and they don't know why, and that's yeah. what counseling is. Mm-hmm. And counseling doesn't have to be a therapist. You you know, counseling can come from um Corey, a, a friend, from, a brother. I, exactly. Yeah. Corey Kenshin. Corey Kenshin. Corey Extension. Corey Extension. Can <laughs> I call you Corey Extension? I guess. I guess. Um, if it makes you happy. Yeah. And of, of course, of course, you know, as a Christian podcast, we are going to advise to seek seek to, to, Christian to seek Christian counseling. They, and they yes. have Christian counselors. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Just be careful who you take that yeah. advice slash wisdom from. Yes. Oh, um, I wanted to, I wanted to touch on this because um, I read this. And and this again, this is just like a from a secular world worldview. Mm-hmm. Um, this a counselor was like, you know, not every counselor, not every therapist is for that person. Yeah, um, yeah, that makes sense. You have to build a relationship. You, you, you know, you, you want, you're gonna want to build a relationship with this counselor. You mm-hmm. know, with this with this friend. And so, uh, and so, guys, if if you if you decided, you know, I, I should go to counseling. I should go to therapy. Don't mm-hmm. don't view these people as a, as a as a robot who's just you know. All right, you have this problem. Let's fix it. No, view this person as as a friend to help you grow, and in turn, one day maybe you help them grow. For sure. Sure. All right, Leonard. Um. So, the what's the word called? Norm that I chose. Um, breaking the norm. The topic that I chose is. Creating idols out of religious symbols slash items. Mm. And the reason why I chose this one was actually because <laughs> Kiss my cross. growing up as a kid, like this is something that was really, really prevalent in my family. Um, you know, as a pastor's kid. Something oh, that, there it is. Something that was really prevalent with my dad. As a PC. A PK. Pastor's child. Pastor's child. Pastor's child. Oh, child. Don't you worry, don't you worry, pastor's child. I like the I like the right. rendition of it. Uh-huh. Don't you worry, don't you worry. Okay, so what were we saying, Leon? <laughs> so, <laughs> as a kid growing up, like we would, we used to have a lot of like, mem- like Bible verses hung up in our home. We had crosses and everything. Yeah. Do you have Jeremiah twenty nine eleven? I don't remember, dude. Oh, there were, most of them were in Chinese, dude. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> most of them were in Chinese. I couldn't read them. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to China. Yeah, don't mess with China. We learned that in church day. I had a kid saying, don't mess with, and they were supposed to say Texas. And Leon goes, China. And all the kids kept going, China. <laughs> teach, teach these kids young. Um, Zane, Priscilla, if y'all are listening, I did not do that. <laughs> but um, actually something as a kid, like we would we would have that everywhere in the house. Mm-hmm. And there, I remember there was this one day, I saw my dad taking everything down. I'm like, what's going on? He goes, we're not gonna have any of these up. We're Jehovah's Witnesses. Like I was like, I was like, what is going on? And like it wasn't until like later on that he explained to me why. Mm. And so basically, like with the norm here is you know, creating the idols of religious symbols and items, it's not necessarily saying that it's bad to wear crosses or to have you know the Bible verses in your home. Like the common ones, like for me in my house, we will choose to serve the Lord, whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always that. And it was like the Lord bless his home and like the crosses it's not a bad thing to have but i think with my dad is he started to realize that he looked onto those more god more and more for help Damn. right because like during the tough times he would look onto that and he'd be like wow like i need to fixate on this but the problem is that the worship isn't going to christ the worship is going to this plaque that says yeah. for it. me and my household we will we will serve the lord which is like Jesus. which is good but like at the same time your focus isn't on the lord now your focus is on this dumb plaque written in chinese saying me and my household will serve the lord um so you look like you have a question Trevor. no 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 uh, like, like no it makes it like your eyes are on the cross not on the savior exactly oh, yeah. yeah um mm. and so like it's that's, that's what like i feel like people tend to take this out of context where you're like oh well creating item idols out of religious symbols and i was like oh well you're saying i can't wear a cross no you can wear a cross but it's just when it's how we perceive that cross Good right man. when you for example, like let's just say I, I knew someone who who lived and died by their necklace cross. Mm. Like to them, like that was everything. If they ever lost it, like they freaked out. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I remember one of my friends, like, he, this guy once I knew, he lost it one time and he freaked out. He was like, he was like if I don't have it, I'm, you know, like, the Lord will smite, like he genuinely believed the Lord will smite him and all that. And I was like, dude, like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a twenty dollar necklace. Let me buy. You know, I was like, bro, like, yeah, for twenty bucks. It's not even plated. I was like, yeah, bro, just, <laughs> just go buy another one. He's like, no, you don't understand, man. Like, this was, this is like, this is my, my faith here. But I'm like, no. Well, I was like, well, is it like you bought it at Walgreens, dog? Yeah, like you know, like it's in the sense yeah. like, well. Are you saying that if you don't have this, that you're not, you're no longer have that relationship with Christ? Oh, wow. You know, and that's when we start creating this idol, right? And and actually, some verses I have, Dang, cool. I have on this. Um, and everyone, most most everyone will know this one. It's in Exodus chapter twenty, verses four through six, uh, most commonly known as the the golden calf era, yeah. right? And it says this is, you shall not make for yourself an idol or of any likeness of what is in heaven above. Or on the earth beneath, or in the water under the earth, you should not worship them or serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, mm-hmm. visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children, on the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing loving kindness to thousands, to those who love me and keep my commandments. Right, um, and we, I think we usually take this as like, did y'all hear that? Yeah, yes. that was yeah. that was our roommate Bryce screaming. Oh, dude, that terrified me. Oh, he's back. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But uh, we usually take this as like one of those extremes where like, oh, well, talking about creating the idols of likeness of guys, you know, creating like a golden calf or creating, but anything as, and I think we've mentioned this in plenty of episodes, anything can be an idol, right? Our cell phones could be an idol. Um, My TV right there could be an idol. My towel could be an idol. My, you know, my sparkling water sitting on my desk. What do you worship? A wet towel. <laughs> First of all, it is not <laughs> wet. That thing is dry. It is But you know, like if if anything in our lives in this world can be an idol, what's stopping from like a religious symbol? Yeah, for sure. Idol, you know, when we start relying, like what Trevor said, we start looking towards the cross, not towards God. When we start relying on our cross necklaces or our cross bracelets or the yeah. cross rings or even like the the Bible verse that we have hung up in our room or in our house. Yeah. When we start relying on those more than we rely on God, that's when it becomes an issue, right? And and even in First Peter, chapter three, verses three for three for four, it says, "Your adornment must not be merely external, braiding the hair and wearing gold jewelry or putting on dresses, but let it be the hidden person of the heart, with the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is precious in the sight of God." Right. And it's like saying, like, like hey, you can wear your gold jewelry and your fancy dresses. That's fine. Uh-huh. But don't let that take over what's 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 important. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's it's not about seeing who can wear the Gucci stuff or, you know, the the Yeezys and be like, yo, <laughs> Jesus, bro. Jesus. You know, like <laughs> shout out to Kanye and his new album. Donda. I can do. Bro, I am, he hasn't dropped it yet. I am great about it. I'm saying, like, this is a topic for another day. <laughs> I'm fed up with Kanye. Like, <laughs> Kanye's fed up with Kanye, bro. <laughs> yeah, but like, is when we start taking all these things, like our all of our our jewelries or stuff like that, when we start putting it on a pedestal above God, that's when it comes with an issue, right? And that's and I think sometimes we don't we don't intend for sure to to worship these these our crosses or stuff like that, but we fall into this trap where we start to see that. These crosses are, have become more prevalent in our lives than, than our relationship with Christ. Yeah. So real quick, how do we break that norm? How, how would you I, advise to break that norm? So for me, obviously my dad took an extreme by getting rid of everything. <laughs> um, but if, that, if that's really what it takes for you for sure, personally, because yeah, like at least for my dad personally, that's how he dealt with things. Is like if like Because, for example, he used to smoke. And for him, he went cold turkey in one day. Cause like that was that's just the way he like for him to be like mm-hmm. I want to get rid of bad habits so I'm cutting it from the from the from the bud yeah cold turkey I love these stories of your dad yeah he's he's a he's <laughs> shout a out to Mister Yang interesting guy this is a shout out episode but yeah like no, obviously that's an extreme but another way what we can do is obviously when we have our cross I I, I know everyone here except for me has a cross necklace actually. Um, oh, which is funny, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, Trevor doesn't right now. Well, not but, right now. So I literally just bought two cross necklace, two of them. It was like one necklace, literally like a couple days ago, and they both broke. So how they break? Do to return them, bro? It's because it you bought them from Walgreens. No, it was, oh. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I keep going though. But 
I think one good way for us to actually break this norm is actually praying to coming, coming to God and be like saying, Lord, let my eyes never rest upon this world, but only upon you. That's mm -hmm. good. Right. Just only focusing on the Lord and, and in a sense being like, Lord, may my eyes never wander off upon you. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. um, and, if, and like I said, my dad's an extreme, but if that, if that's what it takes for you to, to stop, sure. then go ahead. You know, but obviously I think for me personally, like if, if I was in that position, that's how I would approach breaking this kind of norm and be like, just offering up that prayer to God saying like, I want my eyes to never wander on anything else in this world, but only solely onto you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I actually forgot to add one more point. Um, so another thing that actually helps us to break the norm of, of idolizing the symbols, the religious symbols and items is actually realizing as Christians, what these symbols mean to us. Uh -huh. Like as a Christian, the symbol means our kind of like, sounds kind of weird, but our allegiance to God, mm -hmm. right? Obviously, mm -hmm. obviously we don't, sometimes we wear these symbols just cause, but like to the, to us, like it should mean a lot. Like when we wear these symbols, we wear it proudly. We're showing that we're Christians, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And it reminds me, cause I saw this funny story. Well, <laughs> decently funny story. Um, there was this, there's a Christian cop. Right. And him and his partner pull over this lady for speeding. And she had that Christian fish symbol in the back of her car. Yes. And then they like when they go to go pull her over, she she had like a little like cross dangling on, on her uh, rear mirror, too. Oh, wow. And she rolled out a window and she was cursing this guy out. Like she was cursing the police out. And the police like the whole time, like all you can think is like, man, like you have you're decked out in Christian symbols. And here you are cursing me out. Do you mention that? I don't think it did didn't it, say in the story that he mentioned. To it would have been dope if he did. But like to him, like, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like to him, he was just like, yeah, like to him, it was just kind of like, huh? he was like, well, like you have all these Christian symbols, but you don't realize that the weight it holds, mm -hmm. because yeah. obviously if you realize the weight it holds, you wouldn't not to say it's, it's wrong to get upset when a police pulls you over. Cause we've all been there. Mm -hmm. I've gotten upset, but like never to the point where like, you know, you, where you lose your mind. You're like, screw screw what this symbol means i'm going to just conform like in a sense conform to this world you know yeah so like when we wear these symbols or when we have these religious items or symbols in our home or on ourselves mm -hmm. we have to realize that it holds significant weight because we are representing christ yes know? and yeah. others will see it and others will be like hey you're wearing cross you should you know you shouldn't be doing anything that isn't godly yeah, for sure know? oh my goodness what are, all right i <laughs> Tell us, tell us your norm. Oh, what are you breaking? The norm I'm breaking. What is, are you breaking? I feel like if you know me, this is definitely one of the norms that caught my eyes immediately. I saw it. I was like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He was avocados. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> avocados. Avocados aren't fruit. We're breaking that norm. <laughs> Wait, are they really a fruit? I think they are fruits. They are. They're, they're fruit. fruit. Hey Siri, is an avocado a fruit? The, the seeds are on the inside. Wait. Oh, yeah. 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 So this is a cucumber. Isn't it cucumber? She found nothing on the web. I hate Siri. Here's an answer from Healthline.com. Avocado is a green. Pear-shaped fruit often called an alligator pear. Alligator pear. Wow. I keep going with it, bud. Okay, so the um norm that came to my mind, the one that caught my eye was dating for fun. So to start it off, I wanna Hey, five bucks says he mentions Michael Todd. <laughs> Dude, you, you saw the notes. Okay, it says, um, so I want to pose, pose first the question, what's the purpose of dating? So like every single, every single question, every single thing we have to deal with, there's always two sides. And there's always two viewpoints to those sides. And then everyone else has to see which one they believe is right, which mm. one they believe is wrong, and go to that side. So the two the two viewpoints that I'm gonna briefly hit on is the biblical viewpoint and the culture viewpoint. Mm -hmm. So dating for fun, dating around, that's a culture type viewpoint. As for dating and turn to find a life partner is a biblical viewpoint. So let's look at Genesis two, verse twenty two to twenty four. Ooh, ASMR, we love it. We there, we there. ASMR. And it says, "Then the ASMR. Lord made the rib he had taken." From the man to a woman and brought her to man. Wait, how was woman created? <laughs> she was pulled out of man as a rib. Got it. We gave birth. 
Yeah. We yeah. Birth, bro. I don't ever want to hear it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing your mom's like, I birthed, I brought you into this world. Be like, well, <laughs> little do you know. Track of <laughs> 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 All right. And it says, and the man said, this one at last is a bone to my bone and the flesh to my flesh. This one will be called woman. So man named woman. For she was taken from me. This is why a man leaves his father and mother and is bond with his wife. And they become one flesh. Both the man and the wife were naked, yet felt no shame. And then we're going to go to, ooh, this is, we're going Old Testament. Now we jump into New Testament. Okay. Matthew. Let me get there. Hit it, hit it, hit it. Wait, wait, wait. Do it again. Do it again, Corey, one more time. <laughs> oh, that was kind of Sounds funky. so clunky. Yeah. You're so clunky? Please. That's a good one. Matthew 19. Asmer. <laughs> and he also said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So, obviously, I'm talking about a lot of marriage stuff. But if you actually take time to read the Bible, look into it, dating, courtship, and even of one that's not even connected to this topic at all, marijuana, are not specifically talked about in the Bible at all. Mm-hmm. Never mentioned Another one that might blow your mind too is the rapture is never mentioned either, but Ooh. the concept and the idea is got it. So, mm-hmm. huh? When you think about marriage, mm-hmm. when you think about when you think about dating a courtship, to get married you have to get to know the person. And that's what dating courtship is. Say that to blind daters. Say that's love is blind. Yeah, that's love is blind. Yeah. Or say to uh, what was it, the new one the oh uh, thingly beast or well you're getting to know uh, them still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But, yeah. Sorry. All right. All right. Whatever. <laughs> so it comes down to it comes down to the end goal, which is either marriage or continuous separation and attachment, which is dating for fun. And let me paint a picture for y'all. I like it when you paint pictures. Let's say you cut a duct tape. You take that fresh, sticky duct tape, and you place it on something. Then you rip it off. Then you place it on something else. Rip it off. Keep placing it a couple several times. Eventually, that duct tape is going to lose its stickiness. And it's going to be dirty. So now part of it is constantly being, it's no longer going to be the original anymore. It's always going to have, it's stickiness on something, something else. So that's what dating for fun will do to you. So how, so I'm going to break it down to how do you break this norm? And bro, I didn't mind. Is that Michael Todd, the (laughs) duct tape thing? No. No, no, no. Also, I was gonna say, how do you break the storm? Don't date. If <laughs> abstinent, no abstinent. If this is something that in your past, let's say our pastor is making fun about this, but your BC days, your BC days, yeah, um, and you were dating for fun, the tape can get sticky again. Yes, yes, that makes sense. You just need some Jesus. Yeah, you need some Jesus yeah. coming to your Jesus life. Jesus Christ, the gorilla glue. Yeah, yes. there it is. So, how to break this norm? It's, it's simple. Be intentional. Mm. Have a game plan and let God direct your relationship. Mm. A practical way to do it. Okay. Michael Todd relationship thirty day challenge, and what he does in that thirty day challenge, he lays out specifically an intentional dating plan where you sit down, tell that person, "Hey, my end goal is to get married. So in this thirty days, I want to break all the bad norms that I created in my past. Yeah. Mm. At the same time as getting to know you personally and seeing." Where we go from there. Uh-huh. Here's Michael Todd. What book is your this? Relationship yeah. goals. No. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. 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 One more time. What was it? Relationship goals. Sponsor is Michael Todd. <laughs> so another one, and this is, there's also other books that are out there. I'm going to shoot out like um, Sacred Search by Gary Thomas. And then. Single dating. Uh, oh. Single, single dating, dating engaged, engaged marriage. marriage. That was That's awesome. a good one. That's a good Phenomenal. one too. Not yet married. Also another good one. Yes. Um, there, like I said, there's a lot of things out there. There's even some episodes on the porch. How to date with just talking? That's fire. a good one. How to date? How to just, date? Yes. Oh yeah, I love that one. Wait, what yes. was it? How to date with just talking? How to date? I was wondering when we're gonna make a relationship. Maybe soon because yeah, maybe stuff. yeah, maybe okay. soon. Ooh, because we're entering cuffing season. Cuffing season. Oh, that is true. Cuffing Uh-oh. season. So hey, the other one is just me and you left. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> we're, we're the ducks in the deer season. Deer. <laughs> Nobody cares about ducks during deer it's season. Rabbit season. It's rabbit season. Okay, so if you aren't sure if you're dating for fun, this is a heads up. Ask your close friends what they see in the relationship and where they see it going. So mm-hmm. you have a choice. Some of your, some, most likely your close friends are going to tell you what's up. Mm-hmm. If you choose not to listen to your close friends, then I recommend to go to God. If you choose not to listen to God, then, well, you're building your own cup of tea. 
So that's on you. <laughs> Cup of tea. Build a bear, don't build tea. Yeah. So the other one, what? finally. Uh, I like tea. You like tea. All you right. Can't okay. Build tea, you you, you build it. something bitter that you, you don't want to eat. Of course you can build it. Okay. Anyways, I finally have a sit down with the current partner and find out what direction y'all are going in. Yeah. So this is really important. So this is where you point the point you come to define the relationship, where you want it to go. And another thing that is in most dating books is it's better to call it quits. In the dating right, phase. Right, I'm sorry. There was a silverfish. No, it was an earwig. It was an earwig. Those are ear, those are called earwigs. Yeah. He brought an earwig to my room. Yo, what, what do earwigs come from? Yes. Um, ears and wigs. Wigs in your ear. Okay. I I apologize. I okay. cannot believe you brought an earwig to my room. <laughs> I did not. Leon, this is your. I can't believe there's a bug in your room. You crawl. It crawled out of your laptop. No, it did not. I Leon. literally saw it crawl from here. Okay. Oh, all right. Anyways, hey. it's better to call it quits in the in the dating phase and then get married and divorce. So when you see it's not working out, after you're being intentional and you see like, okay, it's not gonna go the way towards marriage, and it's better to call it quits because. Because that's what it is. You'd rather suffer through ending a relationship than yeah. to get married, spend all that time on a wedding, spend put all your time and invested in her, and then all of a sudden in the marriage, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I think I don't want to do this no more. If you know within the first month, kind of things aren't gonna work. Why waste each other's time after exactly. that? Yeah, that's which, so frustrating. To which me. goes it goes to my final word on that is basically. Be respectful. Don't waste someone's time when God can be trying to bring them to their life partner. Yeah, True. which is basically if you like. All right, I'm just I'm just with you. In my mind, I realize I don't want to marry you. I'm gonna cut it at like three months or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. You're like sitting there, like, hey, I'm not gonna get those three months back. I'm yeah. dating you, and then all of a sudden you don't want to get married. Now I gotta go back out there. Dating field is already hard. I gotta go find a new fish, dude. I feel I feel my heart goes out there for the people who've been dating like two years, three years, and then and then the the the, the relationship ends in infidelity. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, and, and so here's here's the thing, too. When we say, like, you're dating for marriage, that doesn't mean on your first date y'all are sitting down like, hey, let's, let's get married. Get married <laughs> exactly. At the end of the year. It's, but what it's saying is we have the end game of marriage. And if there's ever a point when you're looking at that partner saying, say, hey, I don't want to get married. I don't want to get married. That's yeah. when you're deciding yeah. to. Yeah. It's, it's, it's you know more I mean? about the intentions yeah. of dating. Like, obviously. And if you don't have. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was like, you know, obviously, I think most most of everyone's intentions are to to eventually settle down, get married. But yeah. you know, it, we shouldn't be going into a a relationship with intentions of like, yeah, you know, I'm honestly, I'm just kind of scoping out the dating. Scene, I'm right? bored. And yeah, if, yeah. If you if you go like if you have no intentions, you don't need to be dating. You don't need to be. Yeah. You do not need Sit to be. You should be working on yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Go get a membership at Crunch. Exactly. See Nick there, Dude, and we can get <laughs> and IO, and we all go to crunch, don't we? Yeah, we do. Screw Freedom Fitness, hey, bro. So, I don't know if Tori does this. This is no, I was not done. I'm sorry. Well, isn't that your last word? What were you done? No, he wasn't done. Oh, no, that, yeah. that was my final word. Yeah, bring okay. him some. <laughs> <Michael Todd. laughs> okay, I just didn't want to cut you off, dude. I, I go on ten. I think his Michael Todd is my porch. No, his Great Michael Todd Rochelle. is Craig Rochelle because yeah. that's an individual. I guess that's right. Yeah. Anyways, um, what so, a man. So what I found out that Walmart and Sam's Club does is uh, you, you, they they do like um, they, you can sign up for their fitness program and you pay like four bucks a month and get access to so many gyms. It, really? With that one membership. Really? Check if Target has that. I know we get like so I any workout items we get like thirty five percent off. No, but this is for like gyms. I'll ask. Like I, I, I can pay fifteen bucks, be able to bring someone and, and get access to golds, crunch, freedom, Gold. saunas, wow. swimming pools. Like it's hmm. it's intense. Perfect. Yeah, it's nice. I just want a sauna, bro. Saunas are dope. I'm saying I want a swimming pool. Um, all right. Uh oh. Okay, sweet. So I'm gonna be finishing it off. Um and so I have one. I actually was tempted to like scrap my original plan and, and do a save this one for a later episode but um i'm actually kind of excited to do it so the one the norm that i'm going to be breaking is talking about judge judging so no judging and i think the reason that i want to talk about this one is because i feel like as christians um the whole thing that we the reason why this mentality of you do you has come out is because people don't they don't want to be judged right? yeah and so you know we've had a couple of friends in our in our um and our, I guess our time as Christians who have been living a life pursuing sin 
and they have said, you know, they'll be called out on it. Hey, this isn't the best idea. Mm. And they'll say, don't, you don't judge me. You don't get to judge me. You know what I mean? And so I kind of wanted to break down what the Bible says about judgment, right? And so if you could flip with me to Matthew 7, 3. Corey, can you get that ASMR going real quick? Only half. <laughs> Only half. Yeah, yeah. We gotta get <laughs> so this is kind of like, I guess, the most used scripture when people are talking about, you're not allowed to judge me. And it's in Matthew 7, 3, and it says, And why worry about the speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you say to your, uh, how can you think of saying to your friend, let me help you get rid of the speck in your eye when you can't even uh, see past the log in your own? Hypocrite. First, get rid of the law. Okay, wait, wait. I actually wanted to stop there. I want to stop there. So a lot of people will, will use this, right? Saying, hey, you're judging me. You have a log in your own eye. How dare you look at my speck, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's- yeah, you got you got <laughs> you got one of them great redwood trees in, in your eye. Um, and that's true, right? Like that's that is the judgment that as Christians we need to condemn. The judgment of I'm better than you. Yeah. Even though I'm struggling with this same sin, I will look down upon you because of it, right? Um, and so if you if the if the ver or the chapter ended there, right, like that would be it. But the next verse, so again, Matthew 7, 5 now, hypocrite. First, get rid of the law, the log in your own eye, and then you'll see well enough to help deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Um, and so what this is talking about is, hey, once you have removed that log, once you no longer are dealing with it, that's when you go back to your friend, mm-hmm. right? Um, something I came up with when I was um, trying to figure out how do we break this norm of showing judgment, but not in a hateful way, but in a helping way, right? Because it says, help your brother get the, the speck out of your friend's eye. And so I came up with the three um, the three C's. So the first C is concernment, right? So if your friend, let's say we're going to use pornography because all of us here have struggled with pornography. If your friend is indulging a life of pornography, you're not looking at it as in, I'm better than you because I'm not struggling with it, but you're looking at them with concernment. I have dealt with pornography in my life i know mm-hmm. what it does i know that it destroys how you think how you perceive girls i know the dangers of it i don't want to see you go down that road that's the concern right mm-hmm. you got to make sure you are not doing the second c which is condemnment um and so what that is is you don't want to be looking at them in this sense of i beat my pornography addiction you suck because you're indulging in it you know what i mean because and that's the you should have sought counsel. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Shout out. Oh, um, and that's like the very extreme of it. But I feel like a lot of us, when when let's say a newcomer comes into the church, and let's say they're still maybe partying a little bit, maybe they're cursing a little bit, and we look at them like, huh, look at this guy cursing in church. You know what I mean? We show Could that. You know, we show that that kind of prideful <laughs> sense. You know what I mean? Um, and so you want to make sure you have concernment. You don't have the condemnment. Mm-hmm. Last one is conviction. This is realizing that you cannot convict, only the Holy Spirit can. So when you are giving that, let's say, hey, I want to let you know, man, pornography will do A, B, and C to you. It's not good for you. It leads to death. And they say, screw you. You can't judge me. You have to understand that all you can do from that point is continue to show that concernment, but you just got to pray. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I feel like people will lash back and say, you're judging me and you'll play defensive on that. So if, does that make sense? No, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, and yeah. so know that you got to show that concernment. You can't condemn them and, and that you can't convict them either. It has to be God that has to show it, but you can be that seed that is being planted and always. I, I think, I, I think, I think, uh, man, someone told me a while ago, compassion, correct. Compassionately, uh, yeah, just just like whatever you do, like when you're trying to correct them, just do it in a in a in a, in a, in a way of compassion. Yeah, you know? yeah, and um, yeah, and so what I want to leave you guys off on, I have this phrase because I've been thinking about this all week. What is like a way that I can like show them how to do this, right? And I came up with the phrase JLK, Judge like Corey. Okay. Now, if you don't know, no, and this is good. I promise you, you know, Corey got a straight face. If you do not know me, two things, big struggle with. 
um, dating was a big thing that I had a lot of issues with at the beginning of my walk as a Christian mm-hmm. and drinking yeah. sodas was also another big thing that I still struggle with. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Corey showed a lot of concern in both of these. Well, let's go with the energy drinks at first. Corey goes, oh, dude, you don't drink good. enough water at all. Right? He's like, you need to drink water. Right. And cause Corey, Corey knew, Hey, <laughs> energy drinks and soda, not the best for you, bud. They're going to lead to diabetes. They can lead to like, you know, Dude, people have heart, like, heart attacks. Heart attacks. Yeah. Yeah. Look at him. He's doing it right. <laughs> <Blood> <laughs> Corey, Corey says, Hey, I don't want you to die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's showing that love for me. And, and, and he was very patient with me through both energy drinks and dating. Like I remember there's so many times where Corey was like, Hey bud, maybe I know you just finished talking to this girl. Maybe, maybe just take a break because you're, you're rushing into it. I'm like, nah, Corey, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my thing right now. And so I remember we've probably had how many talks about girls where I was just going bang, 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 not bang, bang, yeah, but not, like going not, from girl oh, to girl coitus, to girl. Just yeah. Grasshopping. Yeah. Grasshopping. Bang around. energy. Um, sponsor us. And so when, when Corey, <laughs> drink you. Yeah. <laughs> but what Corey was doing there was he was taking a point of, I'm concerned for my friend because I know what drinking energy drinks will lead down but also i know what what living a life of sin when you indulge in that sin will lead down <laughs> and so he was passionate uh, pa- he was patient he had um compassion and and you know even though i would reject what he was saying you know like he was walking with me every step mm-hmm. of the way yeah. and so if you have a friend who's like struggling with you know they're saying hey you don't judge me you know judging's not biblical christians are supposed to judge but mm-hmm. it's out of concernment you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and so the way that you break it, J L K. You judge like Corey. You show love. You you stick with them and you be patient. And, mm. and eventually, I don't drink as much water as I should, but I definitely drink a lot more than I used to. You know what I mean? Corey's patient with that. And and I got a girlfriend. Shout out Reagan. Um, and that was because that was because Corey had you know finally after like what like and let's be honest three, that was because four years that was because of these guys. Well, people you're surrounded by. Yeah, everyone. But you know what I mean. Um, and so those were that was the because uh, you got tired of seeing us all being single. I was like, one of us has to have someone. <laughs> no, but so that was our last one. Let's do some honorable mentions because we got a couple of funny ones. Um, and this one I'm gonna shout out the guy who wrote it because I know he wouldn't care. Shout out to Jackson. That one cracked me. The up. norm that, that he says that we should break. I think we need to do a whole episode on it to be honest. And I want to pull it up so I can have the. <laughs> I got this picture of Jupiter, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, why is that when you see all the- Okay, so the one, Jackson, we're shouting you out. We're shouting out Jackson if I can find him. Okay, here it is. It <clears throat> Jackson responded to saying daddy God. Break the norm. <laughs> no more saying daddy God. Have you ever said daddy God? Or like no, daddy? No. Uh, I call him dad. I'll say dad. No. No. I'm like, no. Dad, I need help. Poppy. You don't say Dad? Poppy no. God. Poppy God. God. Poppy God. <laughs> <laughs> <And> Poppy? <laughs> um, um th- this one I really like by Skylar. Rating worship based on how much we like the song. I was curious. Yeah. Like, I wanted to pick that one, but I was like, I kind of want to yeah. be the judging one. Dude, yeah, Skylar popped up. <laughs> Anagrams. Anagrams hit me. I was like, That oh, was that's... interesting. Okay, that what, one is what, very interesting. How, what was the take on that? I think it's because, like, especially we go by anagrams. Females have a very, like, he- I feel like the astrology, what they are. astrology girls. Oh my God. Dude, I had a 12 year old come up to me. So I know I had a 12 year old come up to me and he said, there, there's only one gender. There's men and then there's ribs. Dude, I was like, what the? Who f- told him? I'm not going to say. <laughs> I, I'm flabbergasted. Anyways, oh I think, I th- okay, this sounds bad. I think Enneagrams are like women's like horoscope. Wait, horoscope. Wait, wait, it's wait, like wait. that horoscope hey astrology. Guys, Christian woman horoscope. Guys, yeah. we don't mean this. <laughs> no, I do. No. Dude. Je- je- no, whoa, 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 whoa. Enneagrams? Wait a minute. No, Which no, one no. are you talking about? Jenna oh. Nicole, you're not ribbed, okay? Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh okay. No, it's just one. It's not multiple. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> We're going to get canceled. Another one that hit me was supporting death penalty. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go on to that, what were you talking about, Enneagrams? Oh, I think it's because... Um, sometimes it's, it's, I want to say idolized, but kind of a, along those sense of so much of a focus is put on. Oh, so like, like, when like you're, you're, looking, you're an ENFP. We like can't if you, better. if you look yeah. for someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. like God's literally giving you a perfect partner for you and you're like, well, he's an Enneagram eight 
and that doesn't match up with any of them. That's literally the zodiac signs. He's yeah, a, basically, he's a Sagittarius. No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's bad innate, but with so much emphasis yeah. and so much it's, life. It's when you put more. We're emphasis. idolizing it. What are we doing, yeah. Leon? Idolizing it. We're taking our eyes off yeah. of. I like I like what uh, was it Miss Tori Elwood forty seven when she says stop sugarcoating the gospel. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because yeah. I think a lot of churches nowadays what they do is they like to sugarcoat the gospel because obviously that's what brings people in is when you keep saying good things like, hey, God still loves you. You know, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ is amazing. You're you're great. You're doing amazing. Yeah, keep that, doing you. You you're got phenomenal. that Joel Osteen yeah. uh, uh, mentality oh, oh, where it's like crazy. it's always just building you oh, up. Yeah, but you don't hear enough of like, nah, bro, you're a sinner. Like, <laughs> just through and through, you you don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. You, you suck. suck. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like That's which I think like what like obviously you, you don't want a pastor who's just bringing you down all day too. But like <laughs> you don't you, want that you don't yeah thing. you don't want that shirt coat. Which I think like Zane does amazing. Like he he hits you with a. Yeah, that's kind of dumb, but you know, like this crack. is yes, yeah. But this is the right way, you know. Like this is what it means to be a Christian. You are the way the death penalty one. Yes. Read yeah. it. Read it for us real quick. It says supporting death penalty. Pro life isn't just about abortion, but from the womb to tomb. So that one hit me because I remember back in high school, I was probably one of the ones who was not really for death penalty because I'm like. If you kill them, they don't get a chance to redeem themselves. They don't get a chance to come back and say, "Okay, mm-hmm. I want rep- I want to be forgiven for what I did, and try to put b- more good into the world mm-hmm. from what they have already done." But when you kill them, he's like, "All right, well, that's that's their life." Mm-hmm. I'll be it's- I'll be honest, like gr- like growing up, I was I'm not like gung ho death penalty, but I was like pro it. They deserve it. Yeah, I'm like I'm like. You murdered fifty nine people in in two days. Crazy. What? What's Congrats. You deserve it. But but, but mercy. mercy. But ex- exactly. Mercy. Exactly. Like like. Mercy. I read this <laughs> and I was like, that is crazy because that doesn't get emphasized enough. No. Well, yeah. so we can do a whole episode because I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot. I haven't. Lot my thing ones. is I haven't done the research to to. I feel like I have not done the research on this topic enough to say pro or against. Because I know what the, I know on pro life or, or just death penalty. No, I'm pro on death penalty by mm-hmm. itself because that's different from from whatever it's called. Because if you're because here's my thing: if you're dropping a bomb or not dropping a bomb, but if you're like the Boston Marathon thing, yeah, uh, Boston massacre. That's the Boston massacre. That was a that was a revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was Wait, a, aren't you a, a history teacher. Tea party. Uh, I'm a history teacher. Oh my um, god! Stick to science. But that would be an issue. <laughs> Did you know actually Jeffrey Dahmer, who who killed eight people when he got sent to jail, gave his life up for Christ? Now, did he did he say it? Did he actually do it? I don't know. But so you so you're saying the person who did the Boston um, Marathon bombing deserves the death penalty? This would be something I'd have to do the Bible on. Yes, I would have to. We, we, can, yeah, this one, this we can look into it, but on like initial, like on a, like on first glance. I'm. I, I, I still say it's an easy way. If out. I'm going, if I here's my thing, Here, here's my thing. <laughs> I think death penalty sometimes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, we can't give them two podcast episodes. In one. <laughs> yeah, just, just, wait a minute now, five guys. I mean, God said himself, it's no longer an eye for an eye, but the time the other cheek will love your brother. So when he came down, that's what he. Because back in the old, in the Old Testament, that's what it was all about. The death penalty was the rocks. Yeah, the rocks, dude. That is so sad. Now, God, like, the amount of people who got. It's but stone. Okay, ridiculous. No, you also gotta understand though. God's not gonna like if if a robber breaks into your house, he's not gonna say, "Well, like turn the other cheek, like (laughs) defend your family." (laughs) Which kind of cheek you turn? Turn there, man. (laughs) Another point. I don't rob us. Have these. Hey, another another point. It's not that kind of podcast. Another. Another point I really did like <laughs> was Giselle Tamez. She said posting about God for the fame and not for his glory. Uh, yeah. I was going to take that one at first because wow. let me tell you something. My dad's really passionate about this topic. He he initially, for example, Jeremy Lin, ex-NBA player, yeah. right? Also known to be a Christian, uh, an avid. He came out as a Christian. He was an avid guy. My dad used to like him. And then Jeremy Lin started like, not like he started posting a lot more about God, but like 
it almost seemed like he wasn't he wasn't giving God the glory. He was just like using God as a fame. He was like, oh yeah, God gave me everything. Like he wasn't really like. It, at some point in his career, I think Jeremy Lin stopped. Very surface, surface yeah, humor. Jeremy Lin stopped using God as Wait. his as like giving God the glory. Crude humor, crude, crude humor was an interesting one. Crude, crude dude. Humor. Okay, so Lyra, shout out Lyra, crude humor. That one was actually really convicting for me. We're about to run out of time though. So think about Stephen Curry. We love Steph Curry. Oh well, as a as a Christian, because you know. When he first, I showed him. I saw Instagram because when he first came out, he was like, you know, big Christian. Hey, hey, we gotta pray. We got thirty seconds before it's gonna close on us. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you for this episode. Thank you for allowing us to just to speak to people. And God, I hope with this episode, we can show the listeners that you can break the norms. That we don't have to conform to society, but that we can we can break what we have put in place. Father God, we pray this in your name. Amen. Oh, I'll close this out. Man. Potato chips. Potato chips. Fifty seconds. <laughs>